T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. I, I'm going to start with uh, how I lost another bet today, I think. If I would have placed this wager. I didn't actually place this wager, but had I placed this wager, let me welcome in my good friend, Jane Duker. She'll be on the roundtable on Friday. I'll kind of set this up with her. Jane, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Fine. But, you know, Becky and I, we send money to Las Vegas every week until they legalize gambling here, and we do these little <laughs> parlays with my friend Rick. And we, I was telling someone about this yesterday. We hit one for like 240 bucks back in October, and I don't think we've hit one since. So our record during the NFL season in college football is terrible. Now, if I would have included in my parlay that the next chief of police for the city of St. Louis was going to be a white dude, once again, I would have lost because I was willing to place that bet. And... We didn't get that. Robert Tracy is the guy that was mm-hmm. announced today. He was the police chief in Wilmington, Delaware. So what do we know about Robert Tracy? Because all these other candidates seemingly kind of dropped out. There were four finalists. Chief Sack, who was the interim, said yesterday he was getting out. What, what happened here, Jane? What do you know? Well, I mean, I think, um, um, you know, he has the new chief has a lot of experience in urban crime. So that's at least helpful. I mean, he has experience in New York, Chicago. And um, I don't know if you saw the press release that the city of Wilmington did, but they said that he reduced, you know, murders by 60 percent. And so, I mean, he, he presumably has, um, you know, the experience. Um, now, does that remove the structural barriers um, that will prevent him from doing what he needs to do to actually reduce crime? I mean, that's that's still there. Um so, you know, um, I want to be cautiously optimistic and say, OK, um, this means I mean, he, he talked about, you know, uh, how important it is to be a police officer and that he was going to have their back. And he said the right things. Um, but, you know, will the structure allow him? Um, he was questioned about, um, you know, the, the number of police officers. And he said he wanted authorized strength, which, by the way, authorized strength now is 100 less because the mayor swept 100 positions like right when she got elected. But even if we could get to authorized strength my, minus 100, that would be great. The problem is you're going to have to pay cops to do that. Wait, and, let me stop you right there. When you say that, when you say authorized strength, explain that a little bit better so we're not losing people because I think I'm lost. Somehow. Yeah. Okay. Authorized strength means that's what's budgeted for. These are how okay. many full-time police officers um, it would be authorized full strength. And what happened was as soon as she got elected, she took 100 officers off authorized strength. So, you know, um, but still, even authorized strength minus 100 would be a great goal. If yeah, we that's could a get move there. forward, right? That, that's a, that's a move in the huge positive move direction. forward. But he needs the tools to be able to do that. You have to be able to recruit. You have to be able to pay people. I mean, right now, um, the pay gap between city and county and city and the municipalities and surrounding jurisdictions is $20,000. Yeah, that's significant. That is significant. Let me play a little audio of what he said today on the topic of reducing crime. Well, first starts building community trust and also building the trust of your police officers, building the morale, making sure that uh, there's procedural justice, police legitimacy internally within a police department. And they have to know 
what the plan is. Okay, we're going to have to get used to the Amen. accent, right? We're going to have to get used to the accent, though. That's my first takeaway. That's my like first I'm hot take. Office. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm in an episode of Blue Bloods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, how to turn criminals around. We can do things and work with those individuals to get them out of the life of crime. We can also put, bring group violence intervention in to try to stop them or actually give them options to get out of this violence. And for the ones that don't want to do that, then you know what? If they're going to cause harm to the community, we're going to, pro- we're going to have to arrest them. And, but it's going to be a smaller percentage of arresting people and not arresting everyone to get those few. It's a very small percentage of persons committing most of the violent crime. So we don't have dangerous communities. We have a small percentage of dangerous people in those communities. So the coverage so far has said, here's reading from, you know, they had to get this in in the first or second paragraph. It says Robert Tracy will become the next St. Louis police chief. Tracy, the police chief in Wilmington, Delaware, was nationally recognized for reducing gun violence there. But this is in the same paragraph. You got to get in, was criticized by city council members for racial tensions and lack of diversity in the department. So do you know what he did to reduce violence? Was that highlighted today? Um, no, not really. I mean, people ask for specifics, like what tool to use that previously that he thinks he could, you know, that he could apply here. And he said, look, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to start having that conversation until I've actually got embedded and started talking to people both within the department and in the community. Now, I, I will say, um, I, I think I personally agree with him that, that, you know, 10% of the people are responsible for 90% of the crime. Yeah, we hear that all the and, time. Right. right. Which, you know, which I think, you know, that may not be perfect, but it's pretty close. And so I agree with that. And numerous reporters asked him, well, what are you going to do about the prosecutor that won't prosecute? Basically. So, I mean, he says, you know, I've got a clean slate. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to talk with all of our partners in the criminal justice system. So I I think he's going to try to work with her because he has no choice. Um, but it doesn't do any good when the, the police arrest people. There is 6,000 pending application of warrants sitting there. 6,000? Waiting. 6,000 6, cases. Yes. Yes. Uh, so what, what, what happened with Chief Sack, though? You know, I, I met him a, a week ago at the Jack Buck Awards, told him that I was rooting for him. I thought he did a great job during the school shooting. Do we have any insight there as far as why he decided? Well, I mean, did he decide to pull his name out? I, or did they, did they yeah, say you're not going to get the gig? my understanding is, yeah, no, I, I didn't think it was him. You know, he went to the town hall and— no, I think he was trying for the position. I think he was told that it was going to be one of the other two. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, so don't I, know what happened I don't there. know why we hold out any hope that this is going to work based on, on the history here. But, boy, we can hope and pray that. Oh, I want know. to. I mean, and, and if he's really allowed to do what he needs to do, that, that to me is the issue. It seems like, you know, from what he said, he's saying the right things. And I hope that that's where he's coming from. Um, but will he be allowed to do what he needs to do? And, um, you know, she said she has full confidence. So let's go. Let's go. We'll talk about it on the roundtable on Friday, Jane. Yep. Have a good one. All right. Take care. Thank you. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 